As a follower of Jesus, you may have the spirit of conspiracy come against you. Very common. I know it's not talked about a lot, but David is a good example. He was there with a pure heart before God, just playing, singing songs, trying to take that tormenting spirit out of Saul. But as Saul was being delivered from the music that came through the mouth and the tunes of David, Saul was conspiring in his mind on how he he could kill David. Okay. Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit, which is a spirit of love, peace, joy, goodness, kindness, righteousness, faithfulness, long suffering was out there preaching the word of God, teaching parables on how to plant seeds and doing miracles, wonderful healings and deliverances and wonders. But all the authorities saw him as a threat. The religious people were then conspiring on how they could kill Jesus, even though he was blameless, completely blameless. He still had the spirit of conspiracy constantly coming against him. Okay, Nehemiah is there rebuilding the walls of the city, doing the work of the Lord, but he had conspiracy coming against him. And when the spirit of conspiracy came against Nehemiah, he said, I'm going to build with one hand and I'm going to battle with the other. If you're serving the Lord in ministry, or if you're just walking, going about your life as a follower of Jesus, it's not uncommon for the spirit of conspiracy to come against you. Think about Elijah, Jezebel conspiring how to kill Elijah. Okay, I'm just giving you some examples so that way you know how common this spirit of conspiracy is. Okay, so how does it happen? Number one, lies get planted in the mind. Chatter and murmur happens in other people's mind and then they feed into that lie and then it grows, which is why we as followers of Jesus, we must be wise and discerning about the thoughts that come into your mind. Know who you are in Christ so that way when demonic thoughts fly through your mind, you don't grab hold of them and you don't allow them to be planted and take roots. But sometimes we can't control other people's minds. The lies get planted in their mind. The chatter and the murmur happens in their mind and they feed into that lie and it just grows and it just grows. It was just one little seed, but it grew and now it becomes a conspiracy. It becomes an assignment against you, even though you're like David, you have a pure heart, but you're being attacked in the spirit. So how can you destroy this spirit and have peace? Number one, of course, you must pray against it. It's a spiritual war. We do not wrestle against 
flesh and blood, but against dark principalities, the demonic forces, the prince of the power of the air. We war against demons. We war in the spirit. Spirit of conspiracy. I'm going to give you some examples of how to pray. Because what are you going to do when your boss has a lie against you in his mind? Or your church leader has a lie against you in their mind? What are you going to say? Go and, and try and talk. Hey, like there's this there's this lie. No, you got to pray. Okay? You got to go to war in the spirit. For example, spirit of conspiracy, I shut you down in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Every lie, every murmur, every chatter coming against me in Jesus' name, I silence you. You have no power over me. You have no authority over me. God, let your truth be planted. God, open up their eyes to the truth in Jesus' name. Enlighten their eyes to see. Give them the revelation that they need. But this spirit of conspiracy will not affect me. I will continue to serve. I will continue to be productive for the kingdom of God. So my friend, depending on where you are in your faith, I'm not sure how these prayers sound to you, but this is real. The spiritual war is real. When you speak, you plant seeds into the spirit. Things that you speak into your kid's mind when they're young, those are seeds that are planted that they can grow up with, okay? So seeds need to be uprooted. But when you're just going about your workplace and you're just serving faithfully, sometimes lies get planted. Hey, you're lazy. Lies get planted that you're trying to take their position. Lies get planted when you're just serving people, okay? So number one, pray against it, okay? And for the true saints, number two, you must have forgiveness and a pure heart toward them for your prayers to be effective. Remember Jesus. Jesus is there before he's crucified. He's being spit on and slapped, it says, with an open hand. Spit on, right? Slapped, okay? Beaten, whipped because a result of lies, conspiracy assignments coming against him. So if you're having conspiracies coming against you, you can always have your eyes on Jesus knowing that Jesus endured the cross. Keep your eyes on Jesus, not just for the conspirator of conspiracy, but no matter the trial, no matter the suffering, no matter the struggle, keep your eyes on Jesus. Where would we be without Jesus, right? Only Jesus. If we did not have Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the sacrifice of Jesus, the love of Jesus, I don't know about you, but I'd be nowhere without Jesus. So we got to keep our eyes on Jesus and we must have forgiveness and a pure heart towards them because we know it's a spiritual war. That our war is not with that person. Jesus loved all people. Jesus said, forgive them. They know what they, they do not know what they do when he was on the cross being crucified. Number three, do not live to please people, but God. 
Continue to stay focused. What is your assignment? What is the will of God for you? How does God want you to be positioned in church, in work? Okay, this is if you are positioned. If it's not your time to be positioned, don't hastily go seek for positions. Okay, if you just met Jesus and you're a new believer, stay planted in the word of God. Always stay planted in the word of God, no matter what. But I'm talking in your work, where you're positioned. Just if you're there just serving them, Continue to serve them. Yes, continue to love them. Continue to uh, just have a pure heart towards them. But of course, number one, how we started, pray. Shut that down. Those lies, those murmurs, those chattering spirits, shut them down. Okay, it is effective. I've seen it in my own life. And then I'm going to give you some benefits. I'm going to encourage you and give you some benefits of this spiritual attack. Yes, there's benefits of a spiritual attack. How do I know this? Romans 8, 28. For all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So you know when that spirit of conspiracy come against you, when that wicked assignment of the devil tries to tear you down, you can be like, Woo! all things work together for my good because I love God. Yes, sir. So some benefits of this spiritual attack. Number one, you become more like Jesus. Let me give you some verses. Philippians 3.10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection. So when you have fellowship with his suffering, suffering in the same way that Jesus suffered, you become more like Jesus. Praise God. Romans 8, 17. And if children, then heirs, heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ. If, 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 if indeed we suffer with Jesus, that we may also be glorified together. So you become an heir with God if you suffer, okay? If you suffer with Jesus, you become a joint heir and you become glorified with him, seated in heavenly places like it says in Ephesians. 1 Peter 4.13, but rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. So the more you suffer with Jesus, the more you should rejoice and have joy because you're partaking with his sufferings. Hallelujah. But there's a big difference, of course, between a worldly suffering, right? Suffering because of ungodliness and suffering because you're doing the will of God, right? Don't get those two mixed up. We want to suffer, not that we want to suffer, but if we are suffering, let us suffer with Jesus. Let us suffer in godliness, okay? Let us not suffer because of wickedness or having uh, 
an impure heart or a disgusting mind towards someone. Let us not be busybodies or chatters or murmurs or drama starters against other people. Let us always be pure, okay? You get stronger and more equipped in the spirit. That's another benefit of this spiritual attack. Another benefit is you will grow in spiritual discernment. You will become wiser in the spirit. And lastly, you will be able to comfort others that are going through the same thing. Amen. So if the spirit of conspiracy is coming against you, when you know that your heart is pure, that you have a pure intention, you must war up, my friend. War up in the spirit. Stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the full armor of God daily. Yield the sword of the spirit which is his word and speak his word, proclaim his word. Okay. Get in Psalms. Look at the Psalms. David was always warring in the spirit. 10,000 may fall at my right side. A thousand may fall at my left hand, but it ain't going to come near me. It's not going to touch me. The perilous pestilence, the snare of the fowler, it ain't going to get me. I don't care what's going on in this world. This world and the news media outlets can keep on proclaiming pandemic after pandemic. I'm in the will of the Father. I'm serving the Lord. It ain't going to come near me because I'm anointed and because God has a calling on my life. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to yield my sword. I'm going to put on the belt of truth. Okay. The sword is powerful. Hebrews 4.12 says the word of God, it's living. It's swift. It's powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to pierce to the division of spirit and of soul, it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. God's word will read you, but when you speak God's word, you pick up your sword, you pierce that spirit of conspiracy, you pierce those chatters, you pierce those murmurs in the spirit. God hears your prayers and all things work out together for your good. You will see the manifestation of that in the physical in due season if you are going through that spirit of conspiracy. So stay equipped, my friend. Pray up. God bless you. And I'll see you in the next episode. Amen and amen.